Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's our extended three hour free agent frenzy show brought to you by On the Level Concrete Correction. They're going to lift your concrete surface up. On the level. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. In the first half hour of the show, we had Evander Keane, four-year extension, $5.125 million, and Jack Campbell, five-year contract, $5 million per. Uh, we heard from Brian Lawton. Uh, we just heard Edmonton Oilers general manager Ken Holland. Still to come, Mark Spector, Brett Kulak, who's officially signed a four-year deal at $2.75 million, uh, along with uh, Jack Michaels and Reed Wilkins and John Shannon. We are going to head off to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline. And for our friends at Horse Racing Alberta, live racing, thoroughbred style, Friday and Saturday at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino Parking and Admission are free. For more information, head to thehorses.com. We welcome back to the show down at Rogers Place. Mark Spector, hello, Spec. How are you doing? Oh, boy. Busy time down here, Bobby. I'm, I'm playing the piano as fast as I can here. Well, that's rare. I, I, I know it's hard. You're not used to working on July 13th, I know. Uh, that's right. <laughs> but it has uh, been, suffice to say, if you saw my uh, Ashley Fine Floors text line right now, Spec, at 780-496-0063, uh, Ken Holland's approval ratings have improved dramatically here over the course of the last 24 hours. I'm going to start with the Evander Kane contract. What's your take on that deal? Well, it's an unbelievable deal. Eric Goodbranson just got 4.75, I believe, or 4.5. He got four. Remember. Yeah, he got four times four, and Sherratt got yeah, four times. Sherratt got 4.75 times four. That's it. Excuse me. It was Sherratt that got 4.75. So here's a guy making, a, you know, whatever, 300,000 less than Evander Kane. He's a third pairing, second pairing defenseman. I mean, Mikheyev got 4.75 uh, in Vancouver. Kane's a 40-goal guy. He's getting 5.1 here. So how much of that rides on the back of this pending arbitration thing? I really don't have a full understanding of that, uh, where it's going to go, how it fleshes out, and how it factored into this signing. But I'm telling you right now, you get a guy who's led the playoffs in goals with 13 and, and, and prorated to 42 goals last year for 5.1. 
you know what? Yeah, there's there's an elephant in the room with Evander Kane. We all know what it is, but he was very good here last year. And the key for me, Bob, was this. Uh, Ken Holland said that in their exit interviews, every player said, sign Evander Kane. He's a good teammate and we want him back. Yeah, it's interesting how this worked out, Spec, because Ken Holland allowed Dan Milstein from Gold Star to go out into the market to maybe take a meander as to what other teams can do. Uh, we thought maybe two days ago this thing was done, and instead, boom, last night, Evander Kane announces uh, via a, a tweet that he's re-signing. The orders were going to delay that until today. Yeah. Uh, did we perhaps see the benefit of the experience of a general manager in handling that situation? Oh, listen, absolutely. Because Ken Holland knows he would have known what the market is for that player. And you know what? Let's face it. If if he knows what he can afford to pay Evander Kane, if if Kane went out in the market and found an eight million dollar deal, Ken Holland's going to shake his hand and say, "Good luck, son. Go ahead." You know, this is that's the way it works. But but yes, uh, I would say the same thing with uh, Brett Kulak, who also went to market and came back. Uh, listen, uh, we've talked about this on the on this very show, Bob. You know, Ken Holland comes to town here and takes over a team that was in a, uh, you know, in terms of its cap, was in a bit of a train wreck. They had a $4.5 million backup goalie, and they had a lot of trouble. And he's treaded water here for a couple of years, and here we are heading into his fourth season. He's got a team that was in the Western Conference Final. He's just made some really shrewd signings here. He's building a team that definitely, I'm here to tell you, the Stanley Cup window is open in Edmonton. Uh, how anyone can look at this general manager and not be overall happy with the work he's done in a big picture, uh, I just don't get it. I think he's done a hell of a job here, and he continues to be a good GM. Mark, the Oilers finished in 25th the season before uh, Ken Holland came here. Edmonton has had a 620 points percentage over the last three years. Mm. They haven't treaded water. They've been pretty good. And they got into the third round of the playoffs. So they, they keep Kulak, who we know good teams were interested in, Colorado and Carolina. Manson stayed in Colorado, and the Burns trade to Carolina, I think, helped out Edmonton's situation. And for me, Kulak, if you took – and I know maybe you're not a slave to it the way I am at times, but if you looked at the – there's two things for me with Kulak. He negated zone entries from opposition players, and he simply was committed in stopping cycles. You want to be a good defenseman, you got to do those two things, and he did them. Important player. You know, and at 2.75, Mark. Like, that's a great number. There you it's go. Great number. It's The thing about Brett Kulak that I've certainly learned is when you saw him in other teams, Calgary and Montreal, and you said, okay, he looks like an okay player. But when you watch him every day, he's, he's way quicker, way faster and better skater than I certainly thought that he was. He, he's not a physical defenseman who comes out and, and beats you up every day, but he stops the cycle exceptionally well. Uh, he's a character guy that, you know, I want to talk about this, Bob. I want to talk about Northern's team that we've covered for years that was had a bunch of kids, a bunch of single young guys that were at an early stage in their lives. Well, now you got guys like Hyman. He's got kids. You, Darnell Nurse is a father. Uh, Brett Kulak is a local guy who started a family. This team's taken a step in maturity. They're more mature people. They're parents. They're older guys. A guy like Brett Kulak is absolutely the guy I want in my dressing room. He's a quality kid from a good family in Stony Plain uh, and a very good player. The whole package, Bob, for 275 on your second pairing is going to help bring Goldberg along. I think that's an excellent signing for Edmonton. Any concern at all, Jack Campbell, five times five? 
I mean, I don't know. I guess every time you sign a goalie that a number one goalie who's never won playoff series, sure, I guess I'll have to admit to you that I hope he can do it here. <laughs> but uh, certainly less concern signing the 30-year-old than if he was the 32-year-old. Jack Campbell doesn't have the injury history that Kemper had. Uh, you know, Jack Campbell has just been through the pressure cooker in Toronto. There won't be more pressure here than there is there. And I asked him if he's ready to be the number one goalie on a team that's trying to win a Stanley Cup in the next five years. And what he said was, I can't wait to get here and get started. So not too concerned, Bob. I think he'll be a, a good goalie for Edmonton, if not even better than that. Mark, there's been a perception that Edmonton's a tough player to uh, recruit players. And it depends on, now, Jerry Johansson would never tell you that. But there's other agents, including one in town. Well, why would guys want to go there? Of course, that agent may have been a guy that tried to get the GM job at one point. I digress. Uh, here we go. I, I got to ask you, there's lots of factors here. You have a brand new building. It's beautiful. You got the best visitor dressing room. You got the best home. It's voted the best visitor dressing room in the league. It's voted the best ice in the league. But how much of this, at the end of the day, is guys looking in terms of Kane and Kulak to stay or Camel to come here? And granted, Campbell's got the relationship with Hyman. But how much of this is 97 and 29, especially coming off a year where they had 33 and 32 points in 16 playoff games and guys going, I can win there. Uh, see, you just said it. So I'm going to tell a story that, that hasn't been told on this show as many times as the tree planting story or the Southside Athletic Club story. But I have said it before, Bob. <laughs> I've always said that it's when a player is a free agent, he's got his family. And ask Johnny Gaudreau about this. There's a lot of pressure for Johnny Gaudreau to get out back out east with the grandparents and the family. So when I I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When a hockey player says to his wife, honey, I want to go to Edmonton because I can make some good money there. She says, you know what? You can make almost the same money in a way better place. But when a hockey player says to his wife and family, I'm going to Edmonton because I can win a Stanley Cup there. That's when you're going to start to get the players that you want. And that's where the Edmonton Oilers are at now. Bob, much to do with 97 and 29, but that's what's changed. This isn't Milan Lucic coming here or, or, or Ferentz coming here because the Oilers were throwing an extra million, an extra year a term on, on top of a deal that no one else would give a guy. This is, this is Jack Campbell. This is, um, you know, Brett Kulak. This is Evander Kane coming here because they think they can win a Stanley Cup.
And that's a big difference than it used to be around here, Bobby. Evander Kane said to me, he was suspended for game four, but I asked him, what's, you know, <laughs> what's the priorities? He said three things. Number one, a chance to win. Number two, the money. Number three, lifestyle. And one and two, Trump number three by a mile. Mm -hmm. And you know what? And it depends what you what you like. If you want to be in a market where they love hockey and they're passionate about it, this is the place. This sure. is the place you want to be. Spec, thanks for your time, man. <laughs> All right, Bobby, fun day. Absolutely. That is Sportsnet Spec, Mark Spector for the horses in Horse Racing Alberta. Bob Stoffer, Cam Moon, Derek Scott, Brendan Escott. We got uh, Reed Wilkins and Jack Michaels coming up after 2.30. We are going to tell you that uh, we bumped into Uncle. Actually, you can hop on for this because uh, both myself and Cam Moon yes. are in vehicles courtesy of our friends at Brent Ridge Ford. And they do a great job of servicing their clients. Uh, Brent Ridge Ford has got a few units in stock and more on the way. You can check out um, where they're at with Uncle Milt, Johnny, Rich, and the gang to see if they have the right vehicle for you. If not, you can still order one to the exact specifications that you want. But hurry, because the order bank's getting full. If you want to be treated fairly when you purchase a vehicle and get outstanding service, they're not too pushy. Call Brent Ridge Ford, 1-877-4774. That's 1-877-477-3673. Brent Ridge Ford, your Ford truck authority in the Autumn Island with Tasquin. What would you say about the folks at Brent Ridge? Good people there. I recently sat down and had coffee with them. It was wonderful. We talked hockey. We talked a lot of different things. Had a, a wonderful afternoon at Brent Ridge Ford. I, I have some empathy today uh, because there are Calgary fans that work at Brent Ridge, and they're having a tough day. We'll see how the Flames rebound. It'll be intriguing to watch what transpires uh, with the Flames. Again, uh, the Oilers moves. Started last night. Evander Kane, four years, 5.125 million. Jack Campbell, five times five. Uh, Brett Kulak resigns at Edmonton, four times 2.75 million. Uh, the Oilers uh, have added a couple farmhands. Now, Calvin Picker, don't call him a farmhand. He's represented by Rich Winter. He's got a two-year deal to be the Oilers organizational number three goalie, but to push for playing time, he's got over 100 NHL appearances in goal. And Greg McKaig, who's been a... Uh, a depth uh, center most recently with the New York Rangers. Uh, the Oilers have signed him as well on a two-year term. I don't know if the team's pushed those out yet at this time. When we come back, we're going to try to negotiate contact with Brett Kulak. You're listening to Oilers Now. It is 221 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, the 630 Chad Studios. Uh, part of the reason we're doing the show today is Cirque du Soleil is uh, at Rogers Place, and uh, my wife's nephew is actually one of the performers in there. So we're going to go see that on Saturday. Uh, obviously, he's got superior uh, athletic genetics to yours truly. Uh, but away we go here at 221 in Edmonton. Uh, in other words, the building's locked down, but the news of the day, uh, the Oilers get uh, Evander Kane done last night. And subsequent to that, Jack Campbell and Brett Kulak just announced a little over an hour ago, represented by Edmonton's Jerry Johansson. And we're going to head off to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline and welcome back to the show, Brett Kulak. Hello, Brett. It's Bob Stoffer. How you doing? Doing really good, Bob. You? Good. I, uh, you, you know, we're first bus guys, right? So got to take that first bus over to the game. So I got to tell you, I'm quite pleased to see that uh, you're going to be uh, continuing with the Edmonton Oilers for four years. I know you kind of surveyed the marketplace. I know for a fact, because I think I had almost three times a day conversations with Jerry Johansson, uh, that you had some pretty good teams interested in it. Uh, and you take us through what this was like for you as a free agent, Brett. Uh, yeah, first of all, looking forward to the 
next number of years with you as well, and it'll be good. But, um, yeah, you know, last, uh, well, last few weeks, but the last 24 hours especially leading up to it was, uh, it's been stressful but exciting and, you know, a, just an overall good experience, especially to end up landing in Edmonton. It's, uh, it's been, it all unfolded really well. But, um, you know, going into today, it was kind of one of those situations where I, I I was just kind of taking advice from others around me, some friends who in the league who have been through free agency and and just hearing what they had to say. And they just said, you know what, you're so you're so close to it now. Like, just why not go and see what the market has and see what's out there and have some fun with some teams trying to bid on you and and calling you, wanting your services and things like that. So so I figured, why not? And uh, you know, spoke with a few teams and and at the end of the day, we just. Uh, we had to come back to Edmonton. It's just what felt best and, and what works best for, for me and my wife and for what I think will be best for my career and uh, just looking forward to being part of the Oilers. All right, a four-year deal. Uh, the money is the money. Uh, and you mentioned your wife, and that, that's an important part of the decision-making process. And she has a professional career as well. Is that right? Yeah, she's an optometrist down in uh, – we live in Canmore, so – um, I mean, as far as, you know, we got the the new baby and as far as just being closer to home and everything, it's it's amazing for us and we'll just make life a lot simpler. And, and we got both of our parents and, and that around uh, to be able to help us lots. And when we told them that uh, we're going to stay in Edmonton, they were really excited for us. And, and uh, the fact that they'll get to, to know their grandbaby a little more and, be around involved in everything a lot more they're they're really happy for that and that has a big influence on the decision at the end of the day too right 100 percent um what was it like for you you know we're in a different place right now with the Oilers. like ken holland's trying to build something here and you just watched a couple teammates put up 33 and 32 points and 16 uh you know uh, playoff games you went to the stanley cup final the year before but with all due respect to what Mark Bergevin built that season in Montreal, I don't think many people thought it was super sustainable. There, there could be some challenges. And I got a tremendous amount of respect for some of the players on the Canadiens team, like Gallagher, like Josh Anderson that were there. But just coming here and watching what Connor and Leon did and, and how much, you know, that impacts making a decision long-term because when you have those guys, anything can happen, right, Brett? Yeah, exactly. And like you say, it's... Uh... It's not just a little, a little flash scene or whatever. It's it's something we're we're looking to continue to build on, and and uh, we had lots of fun there down the stretch and a good run in the playoffs. And we obviously know where we fell short and where we need to improve. But but looking forward, it's like uh, we're in that situation where we can just hit camp, ground running, and and uh, keep building off that. Uh, when you're a color guy that lacked the speed, talent, agility, coordination, toughness, character, and discipline to have played in the Western League, let alone the NHL, you have to rely on other things like analytics. I don't know if you're a slave to it, but your analytics were off the charts in the playoffs. You were the best defenseman the Oilers had at uh, preventing zone entries. You were the best defenseman at stopping cycles. Did you hear any, like, did that get communicated to you by Jerry or Manny D'Souza or any of the guys over at the Sports Corporation or, or any of your friends or your relatives that, you know, you had great, like, did that, does, does that even get into a guy's head at all? Uh, honestly, I didn't. Uh, no one's really brought that up with me too much until earlier today. There was one other team who was uh, showed interest, and they they started talking about analytics stuff as well. And 
But yeah, I don't uh, dive too deep into that. And and I mean, Jerry and Manny, we didn't have that. Uh, we didn't talk too much about that stuff. But obviously, it's good hearing it. And uh, you know, I know where my game is at in the playoffs, and I I know there's areas where I can improve, and I will improve. And there's obviously things I like about my game that uh, can make me the player I am and can help the team win. So those are areas I look to uh, continue to also improve on, right? Yeah, I'm a big fan of 12 and 6. I know the team went 11 and 7 at times out of necessity, especially with some of the younger D-man. Duncan Keith retired yesterday. He had a wonderful career. He had some great comments. There's an opportunity for somebody to slot in there. I'm going to assume you're the guy that wants to jump in there and help, uh, help stem that tide. Yeah, exactly. And that was... Uh, that was another big thing for me coming into free agency and and just trying to decide my future where I w would like to play. It was, uh, you know, I want to be a part of a good team, and I also I feel like I'm at that stage of my career where I'm ready to take on bigger role and just uh, night in night out play good minutes, play hard minutes, and uh, I I'm looking forward to the opportunity to take advantage of that. Brett, we appreciate your time. We'll, get, we'll let you get back to your family. Congratulations on getting the four year extension done. Appreciate it. We'll see you soon. You bet. That is Brett Kulak of the uh, Edmonton Oilers organization. I'm going to have, well, I know Carolina and Car Colorado were both in on Brett Kulak. Everybody knows that Carolina is a heavy analytics-driven team. So, too, is Colorado. Okay? Chris McFarland, if you listen to the show over the last year and a half, we told you it was a matter of time before he was going to become general manager. He is the GM now of the Colorado Avalanche. It's 2.28 in Edmonton. We are going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson, and we're going to try to coordinate Reed Wilkins and Jack Michaels up next with Cam Moon live here at the 630 Chet Studios on extended coverage of Free Agent Frenzy on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.